Welcome back, Crush A Lot Podcast. I'm your boy, Cheese. I know people are asking, yo, Cheese, yo, Cheese. Kalina hasn't been on the show for a while. Listen, Kalina's making sure our debut project is in is being done and crafted in top form. And you know, when we talk about hip-hop, you know I always go to my Brooklyn hip-hop first. I'm born and raised in Brooklyn, so I always have my ear to what's going on in Brooklyn. And Brooklyn is definitely holding its own. You have Rome out there. Joey's about to drop something. Bub Styles is on the come up. And one of the one of the groups, and one of is particularly one of the MCs that have been bubbling up for about two, two years, two and a half years now, is my man K Burns. He has released a steady stream of great stuff. Um, Burnville, Red Rum, go check those things out on Bandcamp, but his latest effort, Beautiful Struggle, produced by Ecto84, who's also here with us, is a triumph of a record. It's a homage to an old school approach of boom bap where it's dusty yet sinister, all at the same time, rolled up with a lot of soul, which is really what Brooklyn is about. Brooklyn is a soulful place, but it's surrounded by so much um, hardship and devastation that no matter what happens in Brooklyn, we don't lose that side of our soul. And that's why this record is, resonates so well with me. Beautiful struggle, K Burns, Ecto 84. Welcome to the Crush A Lot podcast. Yo, 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 yo. Gang in the building. It's popping hey. Yeah, you know how it is. I'm hot, I'm sweaty, but we're going to do this. It's out. Go check out the link below. It's out on Bandcamp. Go get those vinyls while you could. Okay, we, we've been talking for a while. We're not strangers to each other. We finally made this happen. I want to go back a little bit to the, the beginning of this project when you decided to work on it. Why is it called The Beautiful Struggle? Why Ecto84 as the, the main producer? You've been jumping around with different producers here and there. Your team has been coming up, uh, you know, in the ranks. But now this is a, a two-headed project here. One producer, one yeah. is, what, what was the thought process? How did you guys link up for this? Um, just bringing it back home team. Like just bringing it back to the home home team. You know what I'm saying? Uh, when me and Echo first got together, shout out to Matt P too for bridging that gap. But when me and um when me and the bro first got together, you know, we always talk about like working towards that fully produced in-house project. You know what I'm saying? And we was talking about doing it many kind of ways. We, it, it was just something that we always talked about, you know. We had saying? like three different ideas. We know which one. Right. We wanted to present first, you know what I'm saying? So it was like this one right here kind of personifies everything that you've been hearing for the last two and a half years, all summed up in the one album. It's just been struggle for this whole team thing. Like the whole movement just came into fruition like like that, you know what I'm saying? So I'm just giving you a little bit of that plus my life and the things I've been going through outside of music that I don't get talking about when we just throwing darts on tracks and just trying to outbar each other and I want to just convey it into music, you know what I mean? And bro put a great soundscape together. So it was like, you know, the appreciate it. Like I was telling him like, yo, you bringing the best out of me right now. Like, 
think the music grew to a different level of maturity. I been there too, nigga. I definitely heard it, bro. You already know what we've been talking about. I definitely hear you, nigga. I appreciate you. But it was, it was just good to finally, like, you know, when I I, I kind of wrote this in the process of me a Pimp God, you know? So, like, as we're crafting Pimp God, I'm hearing this come to life, and I'm telling Echo, like, I think it's what we think it might be. You know what I'm saying? So... It's good. I don't know. He like he, he do something with the beats. You got to you have to ask him about that. So when the, when the idea Ecto was being approached and you have an idea of the theme, you've been around K Burns and the team for a while, um, and you're getting this energy, this energy. Obviously, there's a lot of chemistry there, or else there wouldn't be no type of discussion because that's important for for musician and artist. When you right. these ideas, you picking up the energy from from K. Where is your thought process in crafting? the sonic landscape that you painted for him because it, it does blend well with what he was saying in, in this project. It's a very intimate project. It's definitely hard. It's definitely Brooklyn, but it's layered with so much um, storytelling, honest storytelling. I, I, could, I know these stories. I know these stories. I've been in Brooklyn. I grew up in Brooklyn, so I, I, I know what this is about. But you're you're not from from BK, so how does that work? How did you think about the production when you know that's where he kind of wants to go? When it comes down to really breaking down any kind of the way this whole album is set up, I feel like we unintentionally built it. You know what I'm saying? Because me and bro, we've been just talking on the phone for like the last two years. You know what I'm saying? We coming up with three songs, so just coming into this game like me and bro just been bouncing back and forth throughout the years as far as like just talking and i can tell you right now 95 percent of that conversation wasn't about music you know what i'm saying like we talk music you know what i'm saying because that's the goal that's what we're working for but you know the whole time i'm, I'm in house with these you know what i'm saying so when it comes down to team fame any of my guys on the team mac mac p 318 chase fetty and shit eddie word he another producer so you don't need beats but you know back to it it's like i'm here for anybody when it come down to having them but when it come down to actually putting the sound together i feel like everybody got their own shit that they gonna hear and i know i got like a i like to call it a good range you know what i'm saying i make a variety of beats so if you want to really just kind of pick that one pack where it's like okay i sent you 10 beats and out of the 10 beats all five of them about to go you know what i'm saying it's, hard, it's rare that you can get that so when it came down to just the way it came together, I feel like if anything is natural and organic because the, even the title Beautiful Struggle, bro was talking about this like soon as I got with him, you know what I'm saying? They've been talking about it for about two years. And the whole time we talked about it, I never knew I was gonna fully produce it, you know what I'm saying? And that's just the way the beats came together and just the way everything fell in order. And then even the way I feel about the whole project is to get where we at, even what he's talking about with Canon Fruition, like, what he always wanted was what I was always looking for as well. You know what I'm saying? A producer that can make his sound and always look, always looking for that team that I can produce for. So for this to come together and everything we have to do to get here, I ain't gonna lie, it's a perfect title. It was a beautiful struggle. And I really feel like you can hear that in the sound. You know what I'm saying? So I, it was I, basically, it was all unintentional, man. It just came together. There's this beautiful you guys, in terms of the way it produced, where there's this, I always get concerned where the producer is out 
producing the song and doesn't give enough room for the MC to do their thing. I always feel like the, a good producer knows how to make a beat where the MC's voice and message and story is elevated, right? It's not, you're, I don't like to listen to songs because the beat is dope. If I wanted that, I get a beat tape, right? I shouldn't listen to a song right. and then the MC gets yeah. dropped because the production is so dope. Now, that could be the case right. in some cases, yeah, but it's not ideal right, for right. an album, maybe a single, whatever that is. We could go into that in mainstream music is very guilty of that. But in this album, you laid down a foundation where Burn and the music just blend so well. Like, I couldn't imagine it being another MC with that kind of level of sincerity in there. When you were hearing the beats, Kay, I know you had the idea, you already had some vision of it. Maybe you didn't know how to articulate at the time, but you kind of had an, an idea where you wanted to go. The, the beats, when you got them, were, were like, this is what I wanted. This is this beat, because it made me feel this way. Did it? those beats take you in the direction or made those ideas a little more fuller? Because that's, I found that in my in my in my project some beats just talk to me in a way that that's the story that's the beat is telling me this is the story i want to tell how how do you approach selecting and creating these these moments patience like this shit comes so easy sometimes like it, it's skimmed because like i've been doing this since i was 12 years old you know i'm about to be 34 so it's like it's different but i always go into it it gotta feel like burning I might not touch that shit for like a year or two. Echo would tell you with this project, a lot of these beats, I was sitting on them. You know what I'm saying? I would tell them like, yo, I'm fucking with it. Nobody better not touch that shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, <laughs> like, like, like when Echo sit out a beat pack, you know, the whole team get it. So it's like, it's a fucking, it's like. You gotta claim it. Looking like Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Especially Mac. Mac is like, I want him. I want him. So, you know, I go in looking at that one that feels like, you know what I'm saying? So, so, like he said, we unintentionally made this because I'm putting certain shit to the side because it feels like something. And, like, you know, the sound that we created on Beautiful Struggle was something I've been wanting to create since the first time I heard Planet Asia in 98. I was like, that's a different sound. And I wanted to bring something that was 100% me with a different sound. And you know, I, I don't think people give enough credit to like, to the Motown sound. You know, and I tell Echo this shit all the time. I, I think it's something that would have out where he live at because it's like, <laughs> they just could, anybody could play with them beats and still not get the same shit out of it that he and those guys from that, that realm could get, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I, I was just like, felt perfect, like certain beats like, like when I heard Charisma, I called him immediately. Don't fucking let nobody touch it. <laughs> Don't let nobody touch it. He got it that night though. As soon as I made it, it went straight to him. I had him right back with it. You know what I'm saying? It was like, um, like when I heard the Enterprise, it was like I knew he was going. Like I, I knew he was going to like that. But the first beat that I heard, that I like the very first beat that I picked from Echo, end up being the uh, the title, the, the, like the, the title of the track. It's beautiful struggle, and that's some shit that the stories I told him about that beat and where, where, where like where it visually took my mind is like <laughs> to, 
deal we made out of it is like perfect. You know what I'm saying? I'm shit. real hard to I mean, be patient with like even our project. And you know, sometimes even talking about it is weird because I don't want to talk too much about it for obvious reasons, same reasons why any artist doesn't want to talk about it. But it's like there's there, there's a there's me like I could get that out like this Friday if I wanted to. And then Kalina be like, sit on it, sit on it. And I'm like, yo, bro, bro let's set, send it out, they're waiting. And she like, sit on it. And in a lot of ways she's right because some new thoughts and ideas and different things just make it clearer. And I just have to learn how to be patient. And I'm just not a patient person. Right. I'm like, get it, get it, get it. I'm like, right. when I'm creative, I want to, I, I produce. Boom, 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 let's go, let's go. But I don't let it sit. So I don't even know if the gumbo's good. I just know the recipe, right? And what I felt in this album was there's so many crevices where there's so much thought in these lines. One, you have a unique style when you deliver your words. And and I appreciate those things. But every word has a lot of weight. You know, it's not a wasted word. Every word leads to the next word, the next story. And you have, sometimes you have to go back to connect it. When you're writing, you've been doing this for a while the writing process for you how does it go because i find the writing process to be so interesting because almost everybody does it differently how do you approach I mean, writing? the same way i did in english class <laughs> like like i know correct right like for me i just feel like you know it, it's weird like i put shit together in the weirdest way but Anybody that works with me know how big I am on every, it's funny that you said every word, you know, every word leads to the next, they gotta all make sense. So I'm not the, the, the artist that's just trying to be over lyrical and just putting shit that sounds good together. And I'm not trying to be the artist that, boy, you keep doing this so simple. So I think I, I, I treat it like an essay, more or less, you know, but it has to be poetic. Like it gotta, it gotta be beautiful, like how to, like the, the, the beauty of beautiful struggle was like, it's, that's struggle music, but it sounds beautiful. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, it's, like, like the soundscape is so fucking beautiful, you know? So I couldn't even come at it so aggressive. It's more like a conversation, you know? And I try to make it the way, like if somebody was to pick this up and read this, where they get a Pulitzer Prize because it's written in its proper form. You know, I don't, like, like a lot of other guys writing lines, some guys writing uh, stanzas, some guys, like, I literally jot these, like, you come out perfect every time. I can't explain it, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it's almost mathematical, too, you know? Yep. Well, me being so, familiar so, with your catalog, I could tell I, the difference well, between these too. projects and this part. Like, I could tell the difference between your older projects and this project. Like, you know, I've been listening to you for a while, so I could tell, like, okay, he's now hitting that sweet spot in his writing his thinking and a lot i'm sure a lot of it has to right. do with producers as well the inspiration for it um so i've been holding that like we could have we could have pulled the trigger off on some shit like this out the gate but i would have lost you you would have yeah. stuck around for two and a half you know what i'm saying like it would have been like all right cool so we like ecto there's something different about his beat yeah like I, I don't know why I work with the best of the best. Shout out to everybody I work with, but when this nigga beats his on, like, 
it's like that team fame shit come to life. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Appreciate it, though. Hell yeah, man. That, 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 that's ultimately the blood of this whole project. It's like, he's caught up it in this. It's always good to have a good dueling partner with. Um, Acto, when, when you're crafting uh, beats, and I got my machine three next to me, I got a bunch of records next to me or over to the side. Where is the starting point for you when you first create a record? Is it within the sample? Is it, do you have an idea in your head that you're trying to get out of there? Um, what is like? What is the first step in your creation process? Because um, usually that's where usually I find people either struggle or really know like what their workflow is to get to the end result. Well, the way my shit usually kick off for one is it's like I've been making beats for about 16, 17 years. Cause I started when I was like 15. I'm 32. You know what I'm saying? So. I've been making beats for a minute, and then when it comes down just to inspiration, it usually comes from just hearing music. You know what I'm saying? All I do is listen to old school. If I ain't listening to my own hip hop, or you know what I'm saying, the music I'm already tapped in with right now is just oldies. You know what I'm saying? Like Frankie Beverly and the Maze, the Hair Mug, Melvin, and who knows? Like uh, we we play a lot of Stevie Wonder in the house. You know what I'm saying? Because it's four kids in the crib, so I don't have all the custom rap music throughout the house, but. Usually you can let Pandora play and just let radio play, man. You don't realize how many samples I just catch just like that. Just letting the radio play upstairs. Like, oh no, what's that? Go upstairs, babe. I know this song, but what is it? Go check the title. Yeah, and I get right to do it. You know what I'm saying? So I'm between just, just growing up off that kind of soul music, it's like back then I always wanted to sample. You know what I'm saying? And certain songs, like I ain't gonna forget, man. You will forget the titles. You'll just remember the, the melody of it, you know? I'm saying so the minute I catch him and find out I just listen to the radio a lot as far as like the old school music, as soon as I catch him, I, I go dig for it. Other than that, it's just kind of like a random selection of whenever I get a good time, getting a good song, because this is where you, you see me at right now, you know what I'm saying? I'm in my space, you know, this is where I come to create at the end of the night, because, you know, I do regular life and then I take time. You got the vibe going on real good right there. Yeah, yeah, man. I appreciate it. I, I, I put the whole shit off at the end. We got to, but yeah, man. This is like really just at the end of the day. I come here, get my zone, and they they come from here, man. It's just when I hear it, it's there, you know. And it's just yeah, I I grew up in in in, in uh, Sunset Park, Brooklyn, very Latino heavy community. So I listen to like not by choice, just by older folks in the house, like old school Latin soul, which is its own market altogether. Like it's a, like right. just an unlimited tap, right. untapped potential over there. Um, but the soul was everywhere. But Latin soul, there was a such thing as Latin soul. There was, it's just a whole genre by itself. So I grew up on that, and obviously my love for Wu Tang led me to to soul and all those other things that I, you know, that hip hop doesn't get enough credit to in, for introducing people to. Um, I don't know where people's love for music. Right if they don't like hip-hop because hip-hop loves every type of music it's it's one of the great right, things right. About so i resonate very well with that story because that's all i do i really don't listen to that much hip-hop i have a hip-hop show but how much hip-hop do you think i really listen to like i don't listen to that much. Right. that's important yeah you know sometimes okay. you gotta, no. yeah. and i'm like you i could be in mcdonald's well, and my but what you're listening to is what we're sampling from anyway. Like, that's right. where the music started. Yeah. Yeah. Some yeah. people can't leave. Crazy. Yeah. 
I'm like, I, I, I'm trying to figure out what this song is. She's like, oh, okay, just Shazam because I, she know it'll be in my, it'll be stuck in my head the whole. I can't focus on nothing right. else. I had already right, right. It. So like that is. I know what it is right now. I could go back home and work on it. Um, hey, being me being from Brooklyn and growing and getting into a lot of trouble all over Brooklyn, and you know, where I'm older but not that much older. I mean, I'm 40. So there's a, about five year gap, five, six year gap, but we grew up in a part, a time in Brooklyn where it's a little different in certain neighborhoods now. It's definitely, it, it is in my neighborhood that changed a lot, but we grew up in an era in Brooklyn where it was like, it was really, really, really tough out there. Um, just walking to school, walking to, you know, just doing anything. Um, the gang eras were really strong back in the days, especially in the, in the late 80s for, for me and early 90s for me when I was like 13 years old and couldn't really do much. I got in my fair share of trouble, but it was tough. But Brooklyn had a sound, man. Hip-hop, Brooklyn hip-hop was special. How much yeah. of that do you take on in terms of your thinking and in making your music? Because I feel that there's there's a... There's a lot of Brooklyn MCs that are of, kind of afraid to put the Brooklyn banner because they want to hold the mainstream appeal, uh, which I get. But there's like something really beautiful about Brooklyn hip hop that's is I feel needs to be celebrated more, especially with people like Rome, yourself, Bub, Bub uh, Styles, and and Joey. Uh, there's 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 just a lot of great music out there in Brooklyn. What's your approach on that? What what's your thought on Brooklyn hip hop? Shout out to all the artists from Brooklyn. Everybody. Hey, everybody. I listen to everybody from Brooklyn. I listen. Um, it's different for me. Like, <clears throat> like I don't let it be known, but like, I hold, like, like I bear very, very heavy weight when it comes to, to the town. You know what I'm saying? That shit is by genetic and by birthright before it's even got some shit to do with music. Like, and my daddy is from Marcy. You know what I'm saying? We know who comes from Marcy. You know what I'm saying? My mom's from Clinton Hill. Biggie comes from Clinton Hill. So it's like for me, I don't got no choice but to do this shit a certain way. You know what I'm saying? Like it's different. I I, I can't. It's nobody in Brooklyn like. There's no nigga that wear that 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 bear that that weight. You know what I'm saying? So like when you hear weight of the world and you hear how I come. Like I'm, I'm talking about some of that. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I know what it is. Like, I, like I remember being like seven years old and watching Junior Mafia come up the fucking block. He driving a Ford limo, and these niggas is rapping, players anthem. Oh shit! And I'm chasing these niggas from the South Streets all the way down to St. James and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like I done seen Pop on St. James with, with Lil C. You know what I'm saying? I done seen fucking. Who the damage you gonna check big? I done seen big. I, I remember seeing, I remember seeing Little Sean and Super Cat and all these fucking. So I, like, I love Super I, Cat. I, I, I love hey, Super Cat. You know what I'm saying? Like I bear the weight. You know what I'm saying? And you gotta think about it like this. Like, like I'm from downtown Brooklyn. You know what I'm saying? I rap that section. Like I, I it's, my cousins give me. Shout out to all my family in <laughs> I gotta laugh because I get so much flat, but not repping Moss. You know what I'm saying? But that's so cliche for me. You know what I'm saying? Then my uncle that groomed me to this shit is one of the illest MCs who come from this. So I don't feel 
that that's 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 not a void that I need to fill. You know what I'm saying? I I got clean hair. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's just different. You know what I'm saying? Like for me, it's really a heavy week because I'm not trying to, like you said, I, I don't give a fuck about that mainstream shit. I care more about the hometown. You know, I do about that other shit. You know what I'm saying? I gotta always be able to walk around Brooklyn and be good with my daughter. Yep. Do whatever with my niggas. You know what I'm saying? I like I like my porch a lot. Like, when Matt come to Brooklyn, I'm chilling my hood first before we even go do some rap shit. And everybody know when he come to Brooklyn, it's like it's live on season. So you know, I think about like bringing Echo to Brooklyn and showing the big building and shit like that. Bringing Ed to Brooklyn, like I already bought Chase out there, shit like that. So I know the I know the validity. But that shit to the game, you know what I'm saying? Like to the point where it almost gave me chills on my spine when I think about it, you know what I'm saying? But I've been holding it down for my section for a while, so everybody that know me know what it is, man. Every time I have a chance to talk to a Brooklyn MC, especially one that I listen to their music and and, and just a fan of, I always want to make sure we talk Brooklyn because it's, it's... I love my regional music, but you know I'm a Brooklyn guy. I'm, I gotta wave the torch. I gotta put a spotlight on my Brooklyn uh, people, and so I was excited to have you on at this time with this project because uh, I really resonated with this project because it was like this is like this is it's exactly how a lot of Brooklyn people, especially especially people like us minorities, um, in this current climate, could relate to this project. So if you have not listened to this project beautiful struggle go to Bandcamp right now hit the link below you don't gotta leave the page hit the link below cop the cop the digital if you you know for they could get as much money as possible cop the cds cop the i want all this shit sold out and then let other people know that's that's important gotta spread right we almost got a couple copies left we almost showing a lot of love yeah, they show almost gone because we appreciate it was thus far. Going now and it's sold out. I apologize, but you were slow. And you got to <laughs> go follow my boys over By in the, the time you hear this, I hope you got it. If not, you're going to get it. Hopefully, it's done. But if you're not, go, you know, check it out. Uh, let them know what, what you think about it. Uh, spread the good word. You know, most importantly, goddamn wear a mask, wash your hands. Stay away from my kids if you ain't doing that, God damn it. Um, and we here at the Crush A Lot Podcast, we appreciate uh, your talents and your time. Uh, everyone, uh, go check out The Beautiful Struggle. Go check out our first single, Nacros' uh, Nance, available right now. Album coming soon, really, really soon. It's it's almost done. Just be patient. I know everyone's asking. But go check that, check out K-Burn's Echo Eddie for Beautiful Struggle right now. Gentlemen, I appreciate your time. When you all are in Brooklyn, beers on me. Catch everyone on the next episode. Okay. Hang out.